Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone line. It is Chris Harrington. Chris, what are we listening to? That is uh, Stop and Think It Over by the Compulsive Gamblers, a Greg Cartwright song, probably the most beloved of the modern Memphis garage rock songs. Compulsive Gamblers headlining Garner Fest tomorrow night in Memphis. Uh, all right, well, yesterday when we were discussing the situation, the tawdry situation in Boston, you surmised, you speculated that since sadly we are all in the speculation business when it comes to this particular saga, that it probably probably wasn't just a technical violation of some human resources don't date inside the building thing, because that seems a year seems a long time for that. And sure enough, some of the uh, some of the uh, recent reporting is that this quote unquote started out as a, uh, was thought to be a consensual relationship, but then recently she has complained about unwanted advances or something. Again, it's as tawdry today as it was yesterday, but I, it, it does feel like uh, what you suspected uh, is certainly seems to be something to that. And now he's done for the year. That's been formalized. Uh, do you think he's ever going to coach Boston again? It seems unlikely to me. I, 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 it doesn't. I mean, it seems like a precursor to a full coaching change. I, I don't know why you would, if that's going to be the case, you would sort of step by step it. But I kind of have a hard time believing he's going to he's going to be the head coach again. What's interesting is is that uh, you know Woj was talking about he could be hired as the head coach of another team this year, uh, certainly heading into next year, but even this year, and. I don't know how much we're going to learn about what happened here, um, and I don't know how much the NBA is going to know about what happened here, and I, don't, you know, who knows what, you know, how 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 bad it was. Um, it is interesting though because it could just be one of these things that is too toxic for the organization for the Celtics organization to have him be there again this year, but another organization might well say at the end of this year, I can I can imagine that hiring him. Uh, if not for this year, as of uh, where we're hiring him to take over this summer or something like that, can, can you imagine such a thing? Yeah, but I, I don't know what the details are. I mean, it, it, it all depends. It all depends on the details. But yes, you know, depending depending on the severity of the details, there 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 is a point in the continuum where it's it's not it's not it's not tenable in Boston, right. but he'll get another chance somewhere else. There, there, that's an easy thing to envision, depending on the severity of the details. 
And that's what's so, you know, yesterday you had people saying how, you know, what a horrible double standard it was, that white people have been doing this for forever. And it is interesting because Goldman Sachs, same day today, there's a big story at Goldman Sachs lawsuit about, uh, about how this has been, you know, about the culture of harassment and the culture of, uh, you know, uh, all of this crap, the boys club that goes on in investment banks and has for years. Um, I do think that, again, it's, it's hard. I, I had a hard time getting outraged about his treatment when I don't know what he did. <laughs> like, how do I, how am I supposed to get outraged about it? So, uh, anyway, in the meantime, they do have a new, uh, interim coach. At least he's said to be an interim coach. At least he is for now. Joe Missoula, who's 32, who was, uh, interviewed for the, for the jazz job, but that can't be an easy spot for him to ascend to. He's one of the hot, on the one hand, he's getting a, he's getting a team that's much better than a team that you would normally take over. Uh, on the other hand, that's a tough spot. Don't you think for him to step into, uh, given what, how effective Yudoka was last year? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm just spitballing, but so is everyone else. I, I, I'm guessing that the coach of the Boston Celtics on, like, I don't know, February 1st or whatever is 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 not that is not him. And so I, I don't uh, – sorry, I'm at home, which I really am, <laughs> and the dogs are freaking out. Um, and okay. so, yeah, I don't I, – I, I just I'm sort of guessing that – again, I'm just totally guessing, right. but I'm guessing it will resolve itself in a way that yeah. Emma Adoka is gone and they'll hire a new coach would yeah. be my guess. All right, moving on to other news. There was a trade uh, yesterday. Boyan Bogdanovich is now a Detroit Piston. Uh, Kelly Olenek and Subin Lee are now Jazz. What do you think? Um, it's an interesting trade in the sense that, I mean, I, I it's pretty clear Utah could not get a first-round pick for Boyan Bogdanovich. That does not surprise me at all. I figured they'd get you know some second round picks or get something of more clear future value to them than than what they got, which is not much in the way of future value. I think in the absence of nothing, what they did was probably better than nothing because they saved some money, which matters for a team that is trying to tank and is actually around was around the luxury tax. And I think they clarified their roster a little bit because you know they traded away their starting center and Rudy Gobert in one trade, and they'd gotten back a, a, a shooting-oriented power forward in Laurie Markin and then another trade. And so this deal makes their lineups a little bit easier for, for you know their new head coach to sort of manage. But they didn't do much for themselves in terms of like no. adding future value you know, to, to their store of resources. Uh, Mike Conley's still on that team. What do you foresee for him? Oh, I think he'll, he'll be traded. He'll be somewhere else between now and the trade deadline. If, if he's not, he might get bought out and signed somewhere else. But I don't so think he's, he's not going to finish this no. coming season with the Utah Jazz. But do you think he's, at this point, it looks like he's going to start it. Uh, it does. I'm, it's just sort of, I'm surprised he's still there. Like, um, but Well, I mean, that's a pretty big contract. So yep. the bigger the contract, the harder the trade. I mean, that's, that's part of the issue. Um, and so there's that. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, once they did the Gobert trade and then the Mitchell trade, you know, the clock started on like a whole list of guys are trying to move, and, and like they moved Beverly, and they moved Bogdanovich, and like Conley's going to be on the list, and Clarkson's going to be on the list, and Rudy Gay will be on the list, and maybe Malik Beasley will be on the list. It's like you know they got a lot of work to do. Like give them some time. Um, okay, you have a piece up seven intrigue, seven areas of intrigue uh, as the Grizzlies 
um, look at uh, prepare to report Monday. Uh, and the over at the Athletic, they have one for for every NBA team. I'm going to get to yours in a minute. They have one pressing question, and they have the local reporter uh, for each NBA team uh, write the one pressing question. The Grizzlies don't have a local reporter where, for the where, Athletic. Where, where yeah. was, where, oh, the Athletic. Okay, it's for the, it's for the Athletic. Right. They don't have a local reporter, so they have the next best thing, John Hollinger. Uh, Let's keep it that way. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, it, it can't be much better than John. I seem to have some insight. Uh, you haven't seen this piece, and you, you have seven nope. areas of intrigue. What do you think John Hollinger's one question, one burning question for the Grizzlies is? I mean, I don't know, but to me, the burning question for the Grizzlies is when is Jaron Jackson Jr. going to be back? Yeah, it's funny. That's what Jeff, when I asked Jeffrey to predict, it's related. It's can anyone here play the four? Is right. uh, yep. is is what he said, and he goes on to say, and I think this is interesting. He said uh, that leaves a huge opportunity for a varied cast of characters to fill the void. Lottery pick Zaire Williams, first rounder Jake Laravia, converted nose tackle David Roddy, summer league legend Santi Aldama, emerging cult hero Kenneth Lofton Jr. Hey, remember Killian Tilly? This is what he says. I'd bet on Williams getting the first shot. But his pathetic 5.0 rebounding, 5.0 rebound rate is a concern. Look for Taylor Jenkins to experiment with a lot of different looks until Jackson returns. What do you make of the? We haven't talked much about Zaire Williams getting the shot at the four. What do you think? Well, he, b- because he won't. I mean, you get the semantics. <laughs> well, you get, well, no. My point right. is going to be you're in some, the area of semantics at this point. Right. If they start Zaire Williams, he'll be the second tallest person in the starting lineup. But Dylan Brooks will really be the power forward generally speaking, in terms of who's guarding who on the right. other end. And so at some level, like, that's not – that's deciding not to play with a power forward. That's deciding to play right. with a different kind of lineup. Um, I don't – and I think that will be – I mean, I mentioned that in my in what I wrote in my, my version of the same question. I, that was on my list of possibilities. Um, but I, I don't – I think you're going to see that a lot. I think that could end up being closing lineup. I out it will be the starting lineup but i wouldn't fully roll it out but i don't think if they do that lineup i i i personally would not be calling zyre williams the power forward in that lineup right but so then that would you yeah you can yeah i, I can see that you can you do not believe he will be the starter though. that would be not your guess you would certainly take the field over zyre williams yeah and he wouldn't if i was just ranking options that would be like fourth on my list probably who is your uh, who would be the three ahead um if you give me Laravia or Aldama as a combo, I'm taking that over Brandon Clark. I have a hard time taking either of them individually, you know, if you're just playing this odds game. Right, right. I, th- I think it's going to be Laravia or Aldama, it, unless, unless both just look totally not ready for it, in which case they may just do Brandon Clark. But my guess is they will hope either Aldama or Laravia looks up to it, at least until Jaron gets back. That sets up a fascinating preseason, doesn't it? I mean, because we both have which of those two is better. Um, is right. either of them up to it? And is it uh, is 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 that better than the Brandon Clark alternative? Um, so it does it does set up a fascinating preseason. I don't know. I, I, um, okay, the um, um, your related. Number one question. Again, you have seven areas of intrigue uh, over at the Daily Memphian. People can read it there. I have tweeted it out. Um, is when will Jaron Jackson be back? We'll talk to Zach Kleiman Monday. 
And it's interesting, Zach Kleiman, the Grizzlies have a reputation for not being particularly forthcoming with injury stuff, but he's actually spoken about injury stuff fairly clearly recently, you know, about, uh, he'll give us a time frame. Like, like he said about this injury, he said, this is not the kind of thing we're worried about, you know, particularly this is, he's going to make a full recovery. He's, you know, there was nothing vague about the way he's talked about this injury in some respects or other injuries in some respects. We will, don't you think we'll get some sense Monday of, of where this is trending? Yeah. I mean, he's going to speak publicly. He's going to be asked about it. He's going to answer it to some degree, whether he recalibrates the time frame, you know, you know, starting now, or whether he just says, you know, nothing's changed, nothing changed would would still put it between early November and early January. If you go by that initial four to six months, is he going to narrow that at this point? I don't know. Um, because you I mean, and what, Drew what had have, both been hearing, they're pretty optimistic that it may be earlier, right? Yeah, we talked about we talked about Christmas Day as an over under, and both of us would. would taking the under based on what we know. I want to be careful about what we know. There's a limit to what we know. I think I can speak for both of us on this one. There's a limit to what we know. And then B, there's a limit to what anyone knows because because you can't predict. Even if, you know, a month ago, Grizzly thought, well, this is, you know, going ahead. This is going fine, blah, blah, blah. Things can change. I mean, there can be setbacks. There can be whatever. So, no, I mean, literally no one knows for certain. Um, but both, both of us from the beginning have gotten the sense that that it's unlikely to be the far the far end of, of the range, or certainly beyond the far end of the range, which is what a lot of the like you know wait till January kind of stuff has been. Barring some surprise Monday, by the way, uh, you know whatever we uh, we 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 here, here we got to announce that so and so also is injured and they're going to miss the you know first four months. But, but that's so. The, so that's the one thing. After I published this, I thought maybe that should have been my eight. Because you kept seeing all the other reports coming out ahead right. of media day about you know the Lonzo Ball injury and whatever, my my other one should have been: Will there be any surprises surprise. on the health front? Right. And but, so that that is something I think should be there. Barring some surprise, the most important thing that we expect to hear Monday is that right is the update on Jaron Jackson Jr.'s injury. Yeah, I think so. I, I, barring something unexpected, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, last year. We didn't expect Dylan Brooks to suddenly have an injury right. and he wasn't able to start the season. So these things happen. Um, that was a surprise last year. And actually, it wasn't even media day. It was on into camp. Um, there was a thing. And so, I don't, I, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, barring surprises, I think some update on Jaron is the most important thing we're going to hear. Uh, yeah, you have seven, and I will, I'll, I'll let people read it uh, over at the Daily Memphian. One of the questions is, will there be any more contract extensions who are we looking at here? What are they? What are the, who's eligible for an extension, and what what is likely to yeah, happen? At, the, at, at this point, the most interesting name is going to be Brandon Clark. So you have Brandon Clark who's eligible for a, an early extension on his rookie contract, and you have um, Dylan Brooks, Stephen Adams, Xavier Tillman Sr. who are eligible for veteran extensions. I think you know I, I would put all three of the veteran guys sub fifty percent propositions. I think Brandon Clark is a little bit more of a fifty fifty kind of thing. And what you're going to have is over the next three or four weeks, October 17th is the deadline on this. So over, so A, there's a deadline that's more pressing where there's not on the veteran players. And I think what tends to happen is you see um, these rookie extensions that aren't max extensions happen during this time frame. And so last year, Jaron Jackson Jr. signed his on October 19th, which that which last year was was the deadline day. Like he signed his like three hours before the deadline. 
And I think you're going to see multiple players from that class over the next three-plus weeks sign extensions. Will Brandon Clark be one of those? I don't know. I think it's dicey, but he certainly could be. Thank you, Chris. We will uh, talk to you again on uh, – well, I don't know whether we'll talk to you Monday. I think we won't because uh, you're going to be busy – uh, no, you'll you'll we'll be able no, to talk to you. It's yeah, it's before. It's yeah, we'll talk to you Monday. Thanks. Uh, that right. is Chris Harrington. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.